It ain't that fucking hard, guys. We ain't building a rocket. We're getting guys over in a fake fucking business. With a fresh look through experienced eyes at forgotten matches and unknown classics, this is the Piece of Business Podcast with Glenn and Jeremy. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Piece of Business Podcast. This is episode 46. My name is Jeremy at EPL and NFL, and joining me as always from across the ocean and from the future, he is the barroom brawling, disco dancing, dynamite stretching, intercontinental playboy. Folks, he's more over than babyface Brock at GA WrestleNut, Glenn Abbott, Glenn did you get any sleep last night? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Is that your description of the? Is that your description of the show, or are you just tired? Four o'clock. I bowled out of it. Um, it's a bit of both. Um, I'll probably go back and watch it again, and my views on it will be totally different. But not overly impressed. All right. Is well, the best thing I can say at the moment. Uh, we'll 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 get to SummerSlam here uh, uh, shortly. We are uh, recording what feels like just mere hours after the show has finished. Um, I'm uh, uh, feeling a little bit brain foggy. I'm feeling a little bit froggy. I'm a little bit hot with the cock. Uh, I'll get to that issue here in a little while. Um, but. Uh, yeah, so I uh, uh, I went and played laser tag last night, Glenn. Oh, that's where you disappeared. <laughs> I thought it might have been. Yeah, uh, I, was, I had a, a, a previous commitment to go play laser tag last that's night. And fine. Uh, do I? I said, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because we, we, live, we live in such an age where we are blessed to be able to to, to, to stream our favorite wrestling shows uh, or any other program across the world these days. Everything's on streaming. So I figure, you know, I go play laser tag last night. I'll be able to come back and uh, uh, put, on the, put on the peacock, put on the SummerSlam at my convenience and, uh, and check it out and go from there. But uh, so, yeah, I, uh, you know, you know, we've been following sort of my my laser tag journey and my uh, quest to finally break in the top 100 uh, laser tag competitors in the area. And I'll have you know, Glenn, that after last night, I am now officially ranked number 100, 100 out of about 8,000 people. That's right. Uh, all of my uh, testosterone and aggression, I get it out at laser tag. Um, Y'all have that laser tag gimmick over in, uh, in 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 London area where you are? Not in my area, but yes, in London. It's, it's more paintballing out this way because it's all countryside around me. So Right, right. It's, but yeah, in London they do. Well, I, I highly recommend the laser tag. You know, this is, um, uh, it's a pretty serious, serious deal. I mean, the people that are, are into it are really into it. Um, you know, it, it's... Uh, you're divided up into two teams and there's a, you know, the, 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 the area where you play is, is arranged differently every week. So there's always different nooks and crannies to hide in and different strategies to take and, and whatnot. And, uh, um, and, and last night we usually play the guys I play with, we usually play, 
uh, afternoons on the weekends. Um, but we decided, you know, to go on a, on a Saturday night to see what that's like, to see how that is any different. <laughs> and as it turns out, we were playing with the number one ranked player here at our local <laughs> laser tag facility. And, uh, it's, uh, it's humbling, Glenn. It's very humbling. You know, I felt like, uh, Bianca Belair and, um, uh, you know, the number one player is uh, Becky Lynch. Uh, oh. That's how I felt last night. But I yeah. uh, had a good time and all of that good, fun stuff. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I just won. I just wish that this laser tag gimmick had been around when, you know, 20, 25 years ago. Because I'm feeling <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Got home much later than I am used to getting home. It is, uh, a rare occurrence that I am outside of my home when it is dark outside, but, uh, yes, but yeah, yeah. It, uh, it's going to be a shock to my system next week as well. If, because we're not only going to the Eve show on Friday night, but we've got the invite to the after party as well. So that's going to be, yeah. a late night. you know, that's, uh, you know, Probably, you know, you know, just be careful, Glenn, because you know, back when you were uh, 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 dancing and 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 and, and stretching uh, people back in the day, there weren't cell phones back nah. then, Glenn. You could probably get away with more chicanery and <laughs> shenanigans, uh, more so than you can now. You never know, Glenn. You're always being filmed, and you know, with a celebrity such as yourself at that sort of event, no doubt. You will be filmed, so be on your best manners uh, that night, sir. I will. Don't worry. I'm, I'm, I'm too long in the tooth to get caught by doing anything so stupid <laughs> now. Well, you'll you'll be you'll be with Che, so maybe you'll mm. have to wind up babysitting him. Now nah, I doubt it. He's a, <laughs> a good family man. He's not he going to get up to any nonsense. Yeah, he's you know he, even though he's a Swansea fan, he's still a good guy. Yeah, <laughs> nothing wrong. I'll tell you what there is. I, I admire people like him that support their local team through thick and thin, no matter what division they're in. Now, they're real fans rather than these people that live in Reading and walk around with Manchester United shirts on. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Hey, you're talking, you're preaching to the choir here, man. I'm a, I'm a U.S. men's national team fan, you know, so yeah. uh, it all – it. It always isn't uh, rainbows and lollipops with those guys. No. <laughs> but no. I got a little heat with you too, sir. I got a little heat. No. I'm blaming you for something, sir. No, I'm not I am not accepting any blame for Mr. Pusick <laughs> developing the virus. You knew where I was going. I was about to take I off did. my white glove and slap <laughs> you across the face. I, I knew, and I was ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I still think you had something to do with it right ahead of today's uh, big matchup with, uh, you know, uh, uh, Chelsea near the top of the table, Arsenal uh, near the bottom of the table. But it's a big matchup nonetheless. Anything can happen when Chelsea and Arsenal play. And I was expecting <laughs> at least seven goals from young American soccer Jesus Christian Pulisic today. But Glenn somehow sent him a tainted piece of mail or something. Um, he blew his nose in his Gatorade. I don't know what happened. Glenn has somehow <laughs> caused Christian Pulisic to be infected with the COVID. 
uh, and I believe he was vaccinated, but still uh, caught it. Um, this this is on you, sir. You did this. Uh, I wish that it would be that simple. <laughs> if you could send you a piece of COVID mail to any footballer in the world, who would it be? I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't wish it on anybody. Not after having gone through it myself. Yeah, yeah, you had a rough go of it, but uh, yeah. yeah. Well, how, how do you like the game today? What uh, what's going to happen? Give us a prediction, a scoreline, major news. Is uh, is uh, oh. Lukaku going to score the seven goals that Pulisic was going to score? Uh, all I'm hoping for is my team don't embarrass themselves. <laughs> Are you That's confident? A... No. <laughs> <Isn't> that... <laughs> no, I'm not. That is the thing. I'm not confident in that. All I can do is hope that they don't embarrass themselves. Expect the worst and hope for the best is what it's like being an Arsenal supporter at the moment. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> a professional wrestling fan. It's the same feeling. I get it. I get it. Yeah. 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 What, uh, what, if you could do one thing right now, and I know it's early in the season, you know, it's real early. It's hard to uh -huh. tell, you know, you never know. Everybody can have a bad game, you know, now and again. Um, if you could do one thing right now for Arsenal, what would it be? I'd bring back Emmy Martinez from Aston Villa. We sold the wrong goalkeeper. Mm. So who is it? Who, who do you, uh, who do you have now? Leno. The, oh, okay. The German okay. guy. Yeah, yeah, he's still yeah. there. Okay. He's still dropping the ball and making <laughs> stupid decisions and passing passing the uh, ball to the, the forwards when he's trying to kick it out and that sort of thing. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. That usually doesn't end well. <laughs> no. No. So that would be my big thing is the reverse time mm. and swap the, the uh, Exchange the sale of goalkeepers. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, but you know, hey, it, it's early in the season, Glenn. This, oh, this yeah. may just be a, a momentary blip. They, I mean, any team have, can have a bad day. Any player can have a bad day. To be fair, they have bought a new keeper, so we have to wait and see whether he plays him or not. It's another matter. How long before your um, uh, head head coach uh, is let go? Um, if things Does he last improve, the season? No. If, if if things don't improve, Christmas at best. Mm. He's been um, he's been a disappointment. I think. Right. I mean, is that the general no. feeling? It's general feeling is, but he hasn't been as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Um, he's a young, inexperienced manager. Yeah. Um, I compared him to Alex Ferguson when he first started with Manchester United. Uh, it took him a couple of seasons. The first season, they nearly went down. Everybody was crying for him mm. to get the sack because he'd come down from Scotland um, um, managing a relatively successful team in Scotland and managing Manchester United are, are totally two different things. Mm -hmm. so, but, uh, yeah, I think we should get you know, stick with him and see what happens for the rest of the season. Yeah, Fer Ferguson turned out okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
and he did the same sort of thing that Arteta's trying to do at Arsenal is he getting rid of the old guard and putting his faith in the youngsters. Mm-hmm. It was just a, luckily for Ferguson, the youngsters that he was putting his faith in were the likes of Beckham and Skulls. And, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, they they were they, they were okay. Yeah, they were all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he's a follow that uh, Frank Lampard model. Mm. I mean, that's what that's what he did. You know, when he kind of. Uh, took over with Chelsea, started playing a lot of the young guys, and yeah, um, you know, and then of course, you know, Lampard, they let him go last season or whatever. But uh, I mean, there the, the 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 success that Chelsea had, I think a lot of it was due to him and and putting confidence in some of those younger players. And sometimes you got to do that. Sometimes you got to have a, a a down year or a middle of the pack year, you know, mm-hmm. to play your guys and get your guys in in on the field and. Yeah. Working together and that sort of thing. So, I don't know. It's just, we, we don't have any patience anymore, Glenn. There's no, no patience that's the trouble. for you. Know, yeah. We all want success and immediately. And to a certain extent, it's worked for England at national level as well. It's because Gareth Southgate, it's over the last sort of four years, uh, got rid of the old guard and brought the youngsters in. They got to the semi-finals of the European of the World Cup, and then. The final of the European Championships this time, so you know it's an upward curve. <laughs> and yeah, there's people and there's still people not happy with it. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. We're we we are an impatient bunch of people. The that's that's for sure. Um, so what else is going on over there where you are? Not a lot, really. They don't, there's a, still a lot of talk about the you-know-what, and <laughs> the news mainly is full of Afghanistan at the moment, which is sad. Yeah, yeah. Where are you on Afghanistan? Um, I think the problem lies with the Afghanistan forces. Fair. Um, they're blaming Biden. They're blaming our government, they're blaming everybody but themselves. These guys, when we all pulled out, were trained by a top US and UK military experts to do a job. And when push came to shove, they basically held their hands up and didn't do the job. Yeah. And no and nobody's addressing that elephant in the room. Right. Yeah. Well that because <laughs> because because you don't get clicks and views if you address that elephant in the room. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you, you can never go. Uh, you can never go at Biden. You can never go at our government. It's easy. They're, they're easy targets. But to actually mm-hmm. say the people on the ground there are to blame. Oh no, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, it's it's. It's time to get out of Afghanistan. I mean, you know, like like the character in The Princess Bride said wisely many, many years ago, never get involved in a land war in Asia. No. No, they never end well. They never end well. History. Never. History. <laughs> Basically, when people were running around wearing armor on horses. <laughs> oh, it, back then, it never ended well. Oh. Why? Why is no, never ever anybody learnt from history that they're always going to fight amongst themselves? Let them fight. 
it's you know it's it's a it can feel like a cat like i mean i agree with you i'm on this i think we're on the same page on this deal uh it, it can sound a little callous sometimes i think you know just mm. screw them let them work it out amongst themselves but you know it's you know it may be callous and cold but it is i think um practical <laughs> and re- yeah. you know um it's just you know, the 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 amount of the amount of money that was spent over the last 20 years um just, just what could what good and great things could have been done with that money you know yeah but it's not even down to the money you know the amount of lives that were needlessly lost sure. american and british lives that have been needlessly lost mm-hmm. through getting in into involved in a fight that we had no business getting involved in agree agree you know it's uh and it's crazy to think you know that there are you know u.s soldier you know u.s soldiers uk soldiers you know united nations affiliated soldiers that are there or were there that weren't even alive when everything kicked off that's right it's crazy absolutely crazy just nuts but uh yeah um yeah, I'm sorry for the people of Afghanistan. I know there are lots and lots and yeah. lots of good, good and decent people there, and it sucks for them. But uh, you know, there's only so much we can do, and for I'm only not, so yeah. long. I, I, I'm not the hard, cold and heartless person that I've I seen. Yeah, <laughs> yesterday on the news, they featured an, a a guy who works in the British Embassy as an interpreter. He had a wife and a ten-year, ten-month, a ten-week-old baby, and they weren't letting him into the airport. And that is so. Uh, that 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 hit me. That was sad. Yeah. Uh, eventually, at the end end of the, the the news item, they basically said they did get in. So mm. there's a happy ending to that. But yeah, those people, you know, I feel for. It's all the military. That could have done so much more to stop, um, and, and st- instead they've either run away or joined them. Yeah, yeah. You know, at some point you have to leave it into the hands of the people that are there. You know, we we can't. Uh, they if they want it bad enough, they've got to fight for it. You know, and it just yeah. you know, all indications are that that most of them that were trained to fight for it are yeah, not willing it. to actually follow through. No. I tell you what, though, I'll trade. I'll trade. Uh, you know, a hundred thousand refugees for a hundred thousand Republicans. <laughs> one for one swap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, the, the thing is, is we have a. You know, it's all right saying that we'll take twenty thousand of them, but we haven't got the room for w- what we've got at the moment. We're only a small, really small island. Yeah. Um. There's not enough room for all of us as it is without taking another twenty thousand people on on board. That's about all the ones that are coming over the channel because uh, the the French are now saying because we haven't because we're not tied to any European edict anymore. The French are going, oh, we'll take your money, but then putting them on boats and saying, off you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's so very French, those bastards. (laughs) <laughs> so very french you know I, I, a, there's an old joke you know you uh you know you know you you, know, you get it you got there's also i'm trying to remember how it goes now and i'm stumbling over it while i'm trying to think about it but uh 
And I saw a French French gun for sale um, in the advertisement. It said, uh, never fire, drop once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess the same thing, unfortunately, can be said about our Afghani brothers and sisters. But uh, sucks for the people there, you know, but um, is what it is. And uh, we must carry on. Um, so, yeah, what, what uh, we had SummerSlam last night, Glenn. SummerSlam was on. Have you heard about SummerSlam? Have you, have you heard of this? I had, I had heard of it. Yes. Yeah. We had a very. Yeah. We had a uh, excellent prediction show yesterday afternoon. We did. Not excellent for us because. <laughs> Damn it. They've done us. We had game. a good time. Let's say it yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guys at AWIP have done us again. Even going into tonight, we haven't got our hope. <laughs> and that's crazy because um okay so you know what we're talking about if you don't know what we're talking about we were on yesterday with with brent from uh a uh, awi pod um work in progress podcast we were on with mayor of canton at mayor of canton had a good time doing a little prediction show um and i didn't write down everybody's predictions but you know as i was you know thinking about what i predicted the, the results to be I thought I did pretty good. I thought I was in the running. Glenn is holding up to the screen his notebook with all of the predictions written down. <laughs> Thank goodness for Glenn because I am uh, couldn't find both my ass with both hands without him. Um, yeah, I thought I did pretty good. I really did. I thought I was in the running. Right, we'll run through it, shall we? Okay. Um, we all went for RK Bro, and they yep. won. Um. I went for the Mysterios. You three went for the Usos. So I dropped a point there. <laughs> we all went for Drew, and Drew won, obviously. Um, you went for Eva Marie, and the three of us went for Bliss. So you, dropped a, so you dropped a point there. We all went for Damien Priest. Um, you three went for Edge. I went for Seth. I dropped another point there. And to be fair, that was a good match. Yes, it was. Uh, we all went for Charlotte. No surprise there. We all went for Lashley, and we all went for Reigns. So you know, we did pretty good. All of us really we did good. pretty yeah. good. We, if, we, yeah. if we're betting money, we're all we're all positive today. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I I dropped the ball twice. You did it once, but they didn't. They were perfect. <laughs> they were perfect. Oh my god. Glenn, we got to get this title belt back. How are we going to do it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, the, the thing is, is that if um, the Belair and Sasha, ba Ma Sasha match had happened and Belair had retained, I would still be in the running. Mm. But with the way that it turned out, it, it just became a dead rubber, basically, because... Yeah. No, nobody predicted that. <laughs> I think I should get an extra half point because I did tell you yesterday on the on the, the preview show there, mm. I said Becky is returning. Oh, I yeah, should get a half did. point. Yeah, you should really. But it's still not gonna matter. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Unfortunately, it's gonna come down to tonight's program um it, with the O'Reilly match. Yeah, this is how close because we're all in agreement, basically, apart. From on tonight, there's three of us that have got there's three of you that went for O'Reilly, and I went for Cole. 
So it's all down to that. Well, well, it worked out. That's good booking. I mean, that's probably going to be the main event of the show, and that's what it's all going to come down to after this weekend. Yeah, and oh, the other, no, the other one was Ilya and Walter. The mayor mm. went for Walter, and the three of us went for Ilya. So if mm. Walter wins, the mayor takes it. If Ilya wins, Brett takes it. Uh, <laughs> well... I expect it to be a good show tonight. It's going to be outstanding. We, we, oh, we yeah. talked about that a little bit yesterday. We may talk about it again some more. But see, here, here's why I'm hot with the peacock, Glenn. I'm hot at the cock. Hot with the cock, Glenn. That's what I am. I can't stop saying yeah. hot with the cock. Um, yeah. So I go play laser tag last night. I come home. I, I fire up the peacock. I turn it on. Just I'm going to continue to watch the show wherever it is. Yeah. And as it turns out, it, it's in the Edge and Rollins match. So. Yeah. I see, I guess, maybe the last 10 minutes of that match, and then I see the rest of the show. Okay, so that's where I joined it. So I figure, okay, well, I'm going to get up this morning. I'm going to uh, get up early um, and, and watch the, the, the parts of the show that I missed. And uh, once again, I you know, fire up the peacock, and I'm pushing the button on my, on my gimmick, and nothing's happening. It, nothing's happening. I'm pushing it. I'm pushing it. I'm pushing it. And then I notice in, in very small print at the bottom that uh, uh, it says something like replay available shortly. Uh... So I did not get to see, you know, prior to the recording of this podcast, I did not get to see everything from the beginning of the show through, you know, about halfway through the yeah. edge match. I do know the results. I did go back and look at them. I was so frustrated that I went ahead and looked at the results. Um, so you, you started watching the show from the beginning, though, correct? Yes. Yeah. And how long did you last? Um, up until the women's triple threat. I saw that, and then I bowed out because it was like 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. All, all accounts was, are that that, women's, that that triple threat match was very good by all it accounts. Was, it was very good. Usually three ways can be a, a, a cluster, but uh, all accounts are that one was was well done. But yeah, after having a full day at work, and and then coming home and recording straight away, and then uh, doing other things, so by four o'clock I was dozing anyway, even despite the fact that the match was good. Yeah, you you so, yeah you 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 use. I don't know how you stay up as late as you do. You're an animal. You're a machine. <laughs> um, so what what stuck out to you um, from the parts of the show that you saw? We said that the, the, the women's triple threat match was very good. Um, prior to that match, what, what stuck out to you? Um, I love the way they've progressed. Not so much the Alexa Bliss, how they're using Alexa Bliss in the Eva Marie and Drew Drop story. Um, I mentioned it yesterday that I thought that Drew Drop would stop becoming a thing last night. It's not quite happened, but it was very, 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 very close. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's only a matter of time on that deal. Um, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. So, so, so was that match, the, the Alexa and Eva Marie match, mm -hmm. um, was that uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle? What was it? That was a thumbs up from me. Um, even Marie got her bits in, which you can't expect anything more than that from her. 
She's never going to be a great wrestler, no. unfortunately. Um, what I did like is the fact that she used the doll on Alexa Bliss and wasn't afraid of it, which is, uh, yeah. you know, that, 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 that was a nice touch that you had Dewdrop that was afraid of it during the week or the last couple of Smackdowns or Raws rather. And that even Marie showed no fear of it whatsoever. She picked it up, she punched it, then she hit Alexa Bliss with it. Yeah. <laughs> but it, you know, you mentioned Dewdrop was afraid of it. If you go back a, a few weeks or months, uh, Shayna Baszler was afraid of it. Exactly. So, but Eva Marie yeah, is even, not. Eva Marie wasn't afraid of it, which was nice. Which is a nice touch. What? Uh, uh, I, so I, like I mentioned, I didn't get to see it. Did did uh, did we get ass birds last night? We certainly did, <laughs> and they were spectacular. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that match just because I how much I enjoy RK Bro. And for all you know, I said if, when off air that my big complaint about this SummerSlam was it's been repetitive of everything that's been happening on some on SmackDown and Raw uh, right up to from WrestleMania. This was probably the best match between RK Bro and Omos and AJ. And I partly that is down to Omos getting that much better in the ring. They've got something with him. Yes. They have. Um yeah, they, they really oh. do. Um do, do, no, was, there, was there any what go ahead? No, for for whatever people's views are on Matt Riddle are in his personal life, and I'm one of those that not that keen on him. Actually, in the ring as a wrestler, you can understand why Randy Orton has basically said he's the guy I want to work with because mm -hmm. they work well together. They're both very professional in the ring. Um. You're never going to get a bad match out, AJ. And Omos last night held his own for the first time, really, compared to that one at, at uh, was it WrestleMania or was it the backlash after WrestleMania? It might uh, have been backlash. It might have been backlash. <laughs> it might. It might have been backlash after WrestleMania where they 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 fought for the first time and Omos just basically stood outside the ring so AJ tagged him in and then he he killed them both. Mm. <laughs> so yeah there's a yeah i, I you know stuff going on there yeah um yeah, i imagine randy would you know definitely enjoy working with riddle uh because randy then always has a supply of banana bread um did they did they tease any uh cracks between aj and almost no 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 cracks at all between either time it mm. was a good clean match um they're probably not done with it. We know that. They're probably, <laughs> they'll be they'll be after their uh, rematch. Yeah, yeah. That's well, they'll have point. you know you know extreme rules is the next one. So uh, yeah. who knows what'll happen at that point? Because there's just not enough tag teams around mm -hmm. on the main roster at the moment. Um, unless they get new day or bring new day up 
Uh, bring Big E up to Raw is, I think, is the answer. Regain New Day, re rejoin New Day. Um, start creating a few more. Start creating a proper tag division mm -hmm. within Raw. That would be so much better than what we're getting at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Make I've it the tag show. Yeah, I've always, I've always said and believed that tag team wrestling is the best wrestling, and uh, uh, there is a, a dearth of of legitimate tag teams. Um, you know, I think just think that you know tag teams need to need to share a, a gimmick. You know, it's not just two guys yeah. put together. AJ no. and Omos are just two guys put together. You know, mm. yeah. Um, and you could say that's what it, that's what Orton and Riddle are, but they've they've evolved into this cohesive unit, and they've even right. they've got a tag team name. You yeah, know? Uh, and, and that that matters. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and and but to be fair to AJ and Omos, now it's. Now it is more like Omus has got AJ's back, and that's why mm. AJ keeps him around mm. rather than I've just got this big monster. Well, I'd keep him around too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, shit. If, 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 it's a, if it's a shoot, I want Omos on my team. <laughs> that's true. God, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I. I joined in during the Seth and Edge match, um, and um, uh, I'm I'm correct when I say you have not seen that match. Was that right? No, I've seen that. Oh, you've seen that one. Okay. Yeah, I watched that this morning. Okay. Uh, very good. Holy crap! Very, yeah. very good. Yeah. But I mean, we shouldn't be surprised. I think everybody with a uh, a lick of common sense would realize that that you know, Seth Rollins and Edge would be a good match. Um, yeah, I'd really good match. I deliberately went out of my way to watch that this morning because everybody was talking about it and how good it was. And Edge's entrance. Yeah. <laughs> coming out to coming out to the brood music. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah we'll we'll really, see where they go really, with that. And, that was, and what was good about that is it's finally that they were doing some storytelling. Is that he'd been saying it for about over a week now that he was going to be forced to go to Seth has forced him to go to a dark place. And he's had that dark character in his past. So that little bit of a heart back was a wonderful thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we, we should have seen it coming. Cause you know, we got yeah. the, uh, the, the brood bath on SmackDown this week. Uh, we should have seen it hmm. coming, but I think um, uh, it surprised everybody. It was a great entrance. Um, and I mean, those two guys, they're just, they're just pros. Yeah. They you know, are. everything they do looks good. Um, they, they lay stuff in, you know, they're, they're athletic, they're physical, you know, you can, you can tell what's going on in the match. If you were on the back row of the, of the arena, you know, they're, they, they sell things, they register things, facial expressions. They're just, they're just professionals and, mm -hmm. uh, uh, just, just so good at everything they do. Yeah. And even down to the edge doing the edge edge execution. Yeah. Towards the end. Yeah, going really back old school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that, was, uh... yeah that 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 sort of popped me as much as when um The Undertaker when he was a 
American Badass came back and did old school for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's that sort of hark back. That- yeah. Yeah. Nostalgia is not a bad thing. Nostalgia can be, can be very, very good. And, uh, uh, speaking of nostalgia, I, I think the next match, I'm, you know, I'm trying to remember the order here as I saw them, but maybe the next match was uh, Goldberg and Lashley. Um, you have not seen this one, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen, well, I, I've I've seen clips of it. <laughs> and I think that's all I need to see. I don't, I really think, think you know, I, I don't know what clips you saw, but that hopefully they were the best part. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, look, I mean, you know, both of them stand in there in the ring, you know, you know, Goldberg, you know, he does his Goldberg entrance and all that. And he looked great. I mean, standing there, he looks great for as old as mm-hmm. he is. You know, he has no business being in that kind of shape. You know, he's no. obviously some kind of genetic freak um you know if he didn't have you know if he didn't have gray in his hair um he wouldn't have looked his age you know no um, you know and him standing in the ring and lashley you know as soon as soon as goldberg hit the ring he and lashley they never broke eye contact you know <laughs> through all the pre-match stuff through all the yeah. introductions it felt like a big fight it felt like you know, these two alpha male bulls are about to just bump into each other for five minutes and, you know, uh, that it could be over at any point. You know, it, it looked good and it felt good. And then the bell rang. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, uh, why do they keep bringing him back? Because it's about Saudi Arabia. I know it's about Saudi Arabia. They're but- going to Saudi Arabia in October. And they're going to have the rematch there. It's about Saudi Arabia. And it won't be any better. You would have thought that they would have learned by now with that Saudi Arabia show. that These old guys, they can't do it anymore. And there's no point. Well, the promise of destruction against Shawn Michaels and Triple H, if that didn't teach him anything, then. Yeah, you know. You know, Goldberg can still, you know, throw a punch, throw an elbow. You know, I mean, really, you know, his he offense was always limited to begin with. You know, he, he, does, he, he you know, wasn't he, Jack Briscoe out there ever. But he's, the trouble is now, one of his biggest strengths of his arsenal was the, the spear. And that is looking so weak now. It doesn't even look as strong as it did when he came back the, the first time, the last time. When he beat Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's not lost one step. He's lost two or three. Yeah. And somebody yeah. should be actually saying, you know, it's not worth the money. Unfortunately. But if, the, if that's what the Saudi prince wants, that's what the Saudi prince yeah, gets. Well, the Saudi prince, as far <laughs> as I'm concerned, can go and do the other thing. Because, like, <laughs> you know, I, I don't agree with them going in the first place. Sure. Yeah. It, I, I don't know. Be, Go ahead. They're supposed to be all this all-inclusive and no, no, whiter-than-white company, and yet they're doing business with basically a tyrant. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it's just business, Glenn. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
I know. It's... And that, 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 uh, that influx of money makes the uh, stockholders and the board of directors happy. Yeah. Well. <laughs> and unfortunately, we get things that we got last night. Yeah, well, you know, it looked like at one point said, Goldberg was trying to pick up Lashley for the jackhammer, and yeah. I don't know if they they. It looked to me like he couldn't get him up, and they yeah. kind of fumbled and had to go to something else real quick. I don't yeah. know if the plan was for him to not be able to do it, but you know, I I thought as soon as I saw he and Lashley standing there, I wondered to myself, can he get Lashley up for a jackhammer? I'm not sure he can get Lashley up no. for a jackhammer, and uh, it no. never happened even though it looked like there was an attempt at one. Um, you know, he almost broke Lashley's neck at one point. Yeah. Uh, threw him across the ring off the top rope. He about landed right on top of his head. Um, I, I don't have a problem with Goldberg coming back. I don't have a problem with them putting him in a match. Uh, he's an attraction. You know, he's not there all the time. He shouldn't be there all the time, but he's an attraction. He's, you know, it's really no different than than late stage Andre the Giant. Um, you know, it, Andre couldn't work for a long time there at the end. You know, um, but he's an attraction. He sells tickets. People are interested. It seemed to me that the crowd in the arena was excited to see Goldberg. You know, um, uh, I I just not sure that this was the right match to have. But again, they're gonna. They're going to do it again in Saudi Arabia, and they tried to make it a personal issue with uh, mm -hmm. Goldberg's son getting involved. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> I just had some bad news myself. Uh -oh. Poor Shay won't be coming next week. Oh, no. Yeah, he's got personal problems. So, Oh, well. Hate to hear that. Hope everything is going to be okay mm -hmm. with old Che there. Um, bummer. Bummer for you. Bummer for Che. <laughs> yeah, it's all right for me. I'm still going. Yeah, you're still going. That's all right. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, that you know, like I said, Goldberg, you know, it's all about Saudi Arabia. Um, we'll see what happens on that show for anybody that chooses to watch that show. I understand some people boycott it, and that is a perfectly fine decision. If that is anyone's decision, um, do you? So you didn't see any of the Cena and Reigns match? Again, um, I started to watch it, but it got on too close to our yeah. time for starting. Okay. So I'm um, not seeing. I liked it. Mm -hmm. I liked it. You know, yeah. uh, like like we said yesterday, yes. you know, they were selling that Cena one, two, three, you know, gimmick yeah. to the people, you know, and Cena was going for a lot of quick pins. And, uh, you know, so it it made that interesting. And let me tell you something about Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is the master at kicking out at 2.9. Yeah. Oh, my God. He has not got that timing down so right. Yeah, the timing of the guy is unbelievable. Um, uh, you know, it, it was you know it, it was a match. It was the match I expected it to be. I I, I liked the match. Um, uh, it was a right decision as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know, for, yeah. for Reigns to win. 
Uh, no, you know, our, buddy, our buddy DC speculated that, you know, maybe that stipulation was put in about him leaving WWE and maybe there's something behind the scenes. We don't know. Maybe his health is, is yeah. coming back or whatever, or, but, uh, but no, 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 no. Yeah. You're not beating no. Roman Reigns. No. <laughs> Just look at him. Look at him walking to the ring. What? You can't beat that guy. No, but what was, I suppose it was just to get that, that speculation that they put yeah. that stipulation in. Yeah. Just to get people talking about it a bit more because there was and no it, other reason for it at all. And it worked. Of course it worked. Um, it worked. <laughs> I did see on YouTube um, Mr. Lesnar back. Yes. Woo. Uh, sending John Cena to Suplex City and then giving him a lovely F5, showing that he may have a lot more hair, but he hasn't lost a step. Yep, yep, uh, <laughs> it's correct. Uh, old Lesnar came back, came back with his some facial hair. His uh, his man bun ponytail was uh, looking resplendent and beautiful. Um, to the baby face reaction, I mean, he got mm. the baby face reaction, yeah. and you could tell he knew he was getting the baby face reaction, and you could tell there was a little twinkle in his eye that he liked it. So yeah. uh, that's it, you know. It's the same. It's the same with Becky Lynch, but they did it a lot better with Lesnar. It is the reaction to Becky Lynch coming back was a pop. Uh, I've not seen the the um, the punk comeback thing. How, how well that was received, but uh, I can obviously imagine. But there's people that have watched both that say Becky Lynch's pop was even greater. Than CM Punk's, hmm. and then and then they went and spoiled it by her just squashing Bianca, and you could understand why there were boos because what a good match that would have been if they'd let them have a, a match and not just well she might as well well you never ever lost the belt here it is back yeah 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 <laughs> no, no, no I can yeah. that at all. I can, I can kayfabe myself into buying that it was a 30-second squash match. You know, in the world of kayfabe, mm. Bianca Belair did not prepare to wrestle Becky Lynch. No. <laughs> but the reaction it got wasn't obviously what they were expecting it to get. Yeah. And it's not done Becky any favors. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. She, she may be bulletproof. Um, I don't know that uh, people's love right. for Bianca will uh, will cancel out the overall goodwill for Becky. Um, no, I agree. I don't, I don't think that me. was the way you handle it last night, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, to be fair to Bianca, though, the way she sold that going out of the as she was leaving the ring and trying to sort of placate the, the crowd a bit by sort of shrugging her shoulders and shaking her head and say, yeah, this is what happened. I don't know how it's happened, but it's happened. Um, but it just, it just, it raises a question going forward. I mean, you know, again, in the world of kayfabe, Bianca needs to demand her rematch. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Who's the heel? <laughs> Who's the heel? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, it just just but, sticks in my crawl. Yeah, but because we know what the rematch is going to be, it's going to be a three way between 
Becky, Sasha, and Bianca. Sure, of course, <laughs> obviously, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and it's 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 going to be like Becky fighting the two Spider Men. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I just thought it was interesting that you know if, if Becky's the SmackDown Women's Champion, that she's going to be on Fridays. I really thought she'd go to Mondays. Yeah. You know, just because Monday yeah. needs a little injection of something, they needs a shot in the arm and and yeah. get her away from Seth. Yeah, you would thought so, but well, they've obviously done a deal that they stay together. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. Um, so the question again of uh, the Saudi Arabia yes. thing, uh, it looks like it's it's got to be Reigns and Lesnar at Saudi Arabia, right? Well, yeah. Paul Heyman on a pole? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least in a cage. He's at least be in, in a cage. cage. I don't know. He can, he can balance on a pole. He's a little yeah. uh, wobbly, but... Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. He's got to do a Jim Cornette and be suspended above the, cage, above the ring in a, oh, cage, man, in a sharp please. cage. How hysterical <laughs> it would be for Heyman and Heyman, his Heyman reactions and facials to be suspended above the he ring in a cage. Cage, yeah. <laughs> Holy crap! Please suspend the cage. Um, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, that, it's gonna, it's gonna give Heyman. You know, Heyman's Heyman's one of the best, if not the pure performers in WWE. Oh, you know, yeah. he's just he's a performer. Um, and um, it'll be interesting. It gives him a, a universe of material to play with. You know, now that he's with Reigns and Lesnar coming back. It's the potential for some really good stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, but it gives him a, a fertile playground, a, a a big new shiny sandbox of of promos and reactions and and, and emotions for Heyman. Don't you think that uh, it's been the case from early days? Because nobody else, apart from Paulie Dangerously, could have put over a plastic toy giant. Mobile phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, that phone was high tech back in the day. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's going to, there's going to be some wonderful stuff going on. And hopefully they will go sort of down that route where Lesnar goes, you, you know, I turned me back for a minute. You're off with him. I can't trust you. I want you secure. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know. I'm all for it. Suspend him in a cage in Saudi Arabia, and uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, you know, it ought to be that, something. That, that is the only thing that would actually get me watching that pay per view. <laughs> it's to see Paul Heyman suspended in a cage over the ring. <laughs> Why Bro Brock Lesnar uh, and Roman Reigns fight over him? Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 Uh, so that, I mean, that there's, there's potential there, you know, there's the unfortunate Saudi Arabia element added, to it, but, uh, the, the potential for the program is, is very, very good. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'll go back to watch. I, I may go back and watch some of SummerSlam, the parts that I missed. Uh, I may watch some, I, I would definitely recommend you watch the Cena and Reigns match in its entirety. That's definitely worth you going back and watching. Yeah. Um, give me the one match that I need to go back and see. If I'm going to watch SummerSlam, the parts that I missed, 
What's the one match that I need to see? Uh, Sheamus. We hadn't talked about that one. Sheamus mm. and uh, Punishment Martinez Punishment. or yeah. Damian Priest. <laughs> Damian yeah. Priest. Yeah, that is the one to go back and actually watch. That was a really good match. I uh, bet they're it finally, is. They're, yeah. fin they're finally doing with Priest. Well, everybody was getting upset when, they, when he first came up. They're not, yeah. Oh, they're burying him. They're not using him right. And now he's the U.S. champion. So, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, uh, yeah, that, that that's right. I mean, that that's easy. That's an easy match to forget about because the match, you know, there were there were entirely too many matches on the card. Uh, but yeah. that's a different issue. But uh, but no, that that's a good good recommendation. I will definitely go back and watch Sheamus and Priest as soon as I can get my cock up. Yes, and it's um, amazing. It's amazing. Yeah how intact Seamus's nose looked when it was exposed. Mm. That's all I'll say about it. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll go back and check that one out. But uh, uh, th something I did check out this week, Glenn, and I, I know you did too, um, was that uh, NXT UK program. Um, some good stuff again from NXT. We We... We harp on it all the time. We, uh, you know, we say it's the best weekly WWE product week in, week out. Um, I was uh, talking to Brent the other day and I was explaining, you know, I'm trying to, you know, he watched the show this week as well too and was really impressed. Yeah. And he said he needs to watch it more often. You know, and I told him it's the one wrestling show where there is never anything that is eye-rollingly silly. There's nope. never anything like that. Not everything on NXT UK is perfect. I'm not trying to tell anybody that, but there's never anything that is eye-rollingly silly. There's no dolls they're that wink. They're even doing rest. They're even doing rest of spooky, right? Yeah. Which we will get to as we go down the card. Yeah, so 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 kick so, us off, Glenn. Tell us about the beginning of NXT UK this week. Well, you you the guy this this whole episode kicking off SummerSlam weekend, Chef Kiss Perfect. It got me on a wrestling high, starting from Thursday night on a wrestling high. Yep, they they kicked off with Mako Satamora against Sadie Turner, and. Yeah, again, so good from both of them. Stevie Turner's winning me over. I know you were a fan of her before I was. Uh, but what I am loving is that Mako, she's selling this ultimate boss gimmick. That she's not going to be, she, she's not going to be the ultimate baby face and she's not going to be an ultimate heel she will do she will bend the rules when she needs to to get the result that she needs she's walter yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. she's a female walter yeah uh i i like it you know you know and I'm, i've never been shy about saying i'm i'm high on stevie turner i like her um i'm not telling you she's perfect right now but uh a couple more years with wwe trainers She's going to be right there. And I, I thought she looked great. Um, she looked great on her own, but also Mako uh, 
uh, helped make her look great. I had one note. Okay. Um, it comes basically from the commentary more than anything else. Is they they announce CV Turner as coming from the fourth dimension. Yes. <laughs> and then in commentary they say she's from Paddington in West London. <laughs> now my late partner was from Paddington. Yeah. And I'm sure she didn't come from the fourth dimension. So <laughs> I'm wondering when Paddington ended up in the fourth dimension. What is what is Paddington most famous for? Um, two things. Okay. A, a very big train station and a Peruvian bear. <laughs> you know, uh, okay. <laughs> So what's, the, uh, I know about the bear. What's so special about this train station? Um, it's the gateway to the west. Um, basically, down it, it's the one London station that will take you down, like to Cornwall, Devon, across to Wales. So it, it, it covers a vast area of the west coast of the UK just from that one train station. So, yeah, I guess that we could, you know, prior to her arrival in NXT UK, find Stevie Turner, you know, sleeping under a bench at the train station. Hopefully not yeah. in the back of the train with Ric Flair, though. No. <laughs> but, hey, they're grown adult people. Who am I to say? I'm not here to judge. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Stevie, Stevie and Mako, I, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, uh, what was next, Glenn? Remind me. Um. Oh, the other thing from that is that I, I made the note I made was it's Stevie's best match so far, despite being very noisy. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, does like to make a, a lot of grunting and screaming noises. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, we got um, the promo for Rampage versus Joe Coffey. Boy, that's going to be Next a good week. one this coming week, huh? Submission or KO only. Woo! No pinfalls. Holy oh. crap. <laughs> gonna, gonna, it's a week. This week coming, it is a, it's sort of NXT UK's Extreme Rules week. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Because also you've got, talking about people in cages, as we were, Got Ginny against Eva Valkyrie in a no DQ match with Joseph Connors in a cage. Yes, sir. <laughs> putting Connors in a cage. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if they elevate the cage or not. If it's just a ringside cage, but uh, that's going to be a good one, man. Ginny and, and Eva, they're going to get after it. Yeah, and also next week, uh, Kenny Williams against Oliver Carter. The Heritage Cup tournament continues. Yep. Which yep. again should be a brutal match. Yep. Because... Yeah, just a great and, lineup coming up this week for sure. Um and then after, uh, once we got that promo out of the way, we had uh Bruiser Brody versus <laughs> Eddie Dennis. Yes, Brody <laughs> Jr. Yeah. Saxon Huxley. <laughs> I'm down the road. If they take him to NXT, I definitely want to see him in a tag team with a oh dear, oh god, his name's gone. 
Oh, I've got a senior moment. Forget that. <laughs> no, I don't really... <laughs> yeah, Glenn, get, now Glenn sometimes has the sum timers. That's what he gets. Uh, yeah, I've got Cameron Grimes. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see them as a tag team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Huxley. You know, we never, it seems like we never see him win a match, but no, uh, I, I like him. Yeah. Yeah. He's a sort of a high, high level jobber. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, and Eddie Dennis, <laughs> you know, perhaps no better slimy heel than Eddie Dennis. Yeah. But this week, Huxley won. Yeah, uh, you know, so, uh, but they I don't Pete. know why they don't do more with him, honestly. Because, yeah. like I said, I like him. Yeah, you know, it's going to be more because after the beat down from symbiosis, it's not going to end now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know who they're going to put him with, but there's going to be somebody they'll put him with to take on symbiosis, where it's going to be somebody new coming in or, or they. Maybe they they absorb him into their group. Yeah, maybe he's or a Jack, third member of Symbiosis. Or, or Jack Stars. As always, Jack Stars. As always, you know, <laughs> you break glass in case of emergency. There's Jack Stars. Yeah. Um. Wrestle spooky time after that. <laughs> I let on tearing out lumps. <laughs> Of Danny Luna's hair, I you know <laughs> hanging on to that with grim death. Isla Dawn <laughs> is over with me, man. I tell you what, I said on Twitter earlier this week. She's she's the heel Luna Lovegood, the Luna Lovegood character yeah. from Harry Potter. You know that, that's who she, she is. is, and she's killing it. She certainly is. She's yeah. I got I, again made the note. As you know, I need notes now. <laughs> the Alzheimer's is kicking in. That uh, uh, she keeps losing, but this collecting trophies must be leading to something. She's going to be brewing something down the line. Yeah, right, gonna, right. Yeah, she's going to be in front of a cauldron somewhere. We're gonna, yeah. yeah, we're going to get a Hubble bubble toilet in trouble promo <laughs> down the line. <laughs> yes, you know she. You know, for me, I like her brand of uh, Wrestle Spooky more than I like Alexa Bliss's brand of Wrestle Spooky. But that's just yeah. Me. yeah well, she's just weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's more believably weird. Yeah, like she's probably just weird yeah. in in real life. And why they've been plugging it to death uh, over your side of the water? We got that really good Walter and Ilya promo reminding us over here. That that's going on, yeah. Tonight, yeah. Ooh, buddy, that's. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm already sore from just watching it. Yeah. What, what about then, that? What about that main event, though? I mean, come uh, on. That, you know, all, everything else on NXT UK this week was really, really good, and they're doing a great job building for next week, and they're telling us stories, and it's solid all the time. But Glenn, that main event. That was capital M, capital A, capital I, capital N event. <laughs> there you go. Yes, sir. Main event for sure. We had, <sighs> yeah, this Mustache Mountain challenging pretty deadly for the UK Tag Team Championship. I'll tell you what. Yeah. 
They go on about tag teams in AEW. They go on in tag teams in Impact. We know they don't have a tag division anywhere else in. Yeah, they've they've got the uh, Usos uh, in uh, WWE. Uh, That's what they uh, got. Uh, the w- um, NXT. They've got a few decent tag teams. Yes, but these two are head and shoulders above anybody, and that is even including. Definitely a hundred percent the bucks of youth. Oh my goodness, yeah. They're a hundred and ten percent above those. No doubt. No doubt. Um, um everything about it, right from the beginning. Now Rush Darth Mountain doing their <laughs> usual coming to the ring, rolling in the ring, and all their clowning about. Yeah, and then these two mustachioed <laughs> Andy Highwaymen. Right into the ring. <laughs> yeah, they've got their. In case you haven't seen it yet, they're coming out to the ring. Uh, Howley and Stoker, pretty deadly, coming out the entrance, and they've got their gimmick mustaches on, <laughs> and uh, it is glorious. That's <laughs> right. It down because I couldn't believe it, and I thought I've got to remember this. Sam Stoker actually looked like Freddie Mercury <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole thing 100% right in the middle of all this absolutely perfect tag team wrestling moustache mountain grab the, the, the fake moustaches and rip them off <laughs> and then, oh yeah <laughs> yeah it was See, I mean, there's just there's a place for comedy in wrestling, and and there yeah. it was right there. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was obviously it was always going to happen. It was always going to yeah, be leading yeah, to it that. Had to happen. Yeah, but it was just the way it was done. Again, yeah. in a perfect match, the whole the whole thing with the moustaches and everything was just perfect. Nothing more you can say about it. Yeah, I mean, they they were I would, the thing I love. You know, pretty deadly. You know, I know I'm you know. I'm a, I'm a curmudgeon. I believe in holding the tag rope, and I believe on palm to palm tags, no yep. back slapping, and all that. Pretty deadly. Always holds the tag rope. They always and to, to Mustache Mountain's credit too, they were adhering to those rules for the most part as well. I mean, it was a true tag team match. And I'll tell you what, Pretty Deadly do, which is does it sort of push them up to that level, is even when one of them's being backed up to the turnbuckle and it's easy for the other one to tap in at the back. He's always got his hand over the back of here. <laughs> that's how you do that. a blind tag. Yeah, yeah. That's how you do a blind tag. And they do it exactly right. Mm. The point of the blind tag, if you're the heel, the point of the blind tag is to do it in a way that the baby face doesn't realize that you've made the tag. Obviously. Yeah. You know, so, you know, Bates still working over Howley or whatever, but Howley does the blind tag to Stoker. You know, mm. Bates still thinking his attention should be on Howley, but here comes Stoker from behind oh, and nails him, you know? Normally leapfrogging. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And you, you did know? say during the week, you did say, uh, it was Friday or yesterday, there was a moment that Pretty Deadly became the midnight. Did a midnight Yeah, I mean, they, they did. They did. Yeah. There's a moment where Mustache Mountain did a rock and roll move. So yep. you explain that to the listeners because 
You're the expert on these. Well, the, it's it, it was a, a trope of Midnight Express tag team wrestling that um, that uh, you would make the blind tag. Okay, so yeah. the the babyface opponent doesn't know that you're not the legal one in the ring anymore, mm-hmm. and then you bail yeah. out of the ring and run back around to your corner. And then here comes the actual legal man who's also it's outside nice. the ring now, mm. and they blindside. I mean, that's that's classic Midnight Express, and that's yeah. you know one of their spots. And Pretty Deadly did that. Um, yeah, the Mustache Mountain did the Rock and Roll Express hot tag, um, which was a, a uh, sometimes hot tags or, or, or cold tags these days. But mm. um, if there had been people in the arena, the place would have blown. Where I think it was bait. Um, was working from underneath and, and pretty deadly. We're giving him the business and um, he, he, he kind of broke free for a second and he, he, he leapfrogged one of pretty deadly and he crawled beneath the legs of the other yeah. one. And he got over there and made the tag to Trent seven. That's Ricky and Robert. I mean, that's yeah. the rock and roll express hot tag, you know, and uh, you know, they did those spots and I absolutely popped each time. That's just, that's just classic old school tag team wrestling. And it was beautiful yeah. to see. And it is, it's, it's absolutely wonderful that these guys are doing these sort of things, um, doing their history, doing their history. Like we said, I've said a couple of weeks now, is I'd love to know who's actually coaching these tag yeah. teams in NXT UK because they're doing a hell of a job. They are doing a really good job. Very, very good job. It is a great place not, for tag teams. Because, yeah, because, you know, even matches that are on that level within NXT UK tag team matches, they're always good, solid matches yeah. and no, no nonsense and no messing about. What did you, uh, what did you think about the finish of the tag team match? Excellent. Excellent. Just, absolutely. I literally put my hand on my head and my mouth flew open. I mean, it got me. It got yeah. me. They're heels. Of course they're going to cheat. They're heels. Of course they're going to cheat, but yet none of us saw it coming. No. Exactly the way they did it. Nobody saw it coming. No. And how many times in that match, even though we were hoping that pretty deadly, did you think that they were actually going to put the title back on Mustache Mountain? Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, it's... it was for me. I, I've you know I felt like you know gun to my head. There's no way Pretty Deadly's losing the match. Pretty Deadly's walking yeah. away as champions. But they did a good job of of making me forget that I kind of already knew how it was going to go. You yeah. know they were able to get me to lose myself in the match, in the emotion of the match, and in the struggle of the match. And uh, that's what I want to, I believability matters. I want to believe what I'm seeing. Um, but uh, uh, with that finish, um, is that, uh, does that portend any cracks in mustache mouth? Uh, because, because, I, you know, they, you know, the way it looked, it looked like, you know, Trent seven threw in the towel for bait. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I don't know because they've been they've been sort of teasing this, and we know we've got to get Tyler Bate back on the the uh, Heritage Cup trail as, as a champion. 
because he's, I, he's I, got I, to eventually yeah. you know, defend against whoever wins this tournament. Yeah, so it could be just a slight dissension just to get them apart again. Mm. I don't think it's ever going to be a breakup with Mustache Mountain. Okay. Yeah, uh, I said that once before. And yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> but yeah, I, I can't see, I can't see there being a full of full blown turn from either of them. There's no point. Just, to yeah, it. there's no point to it at all. There's it really is, not. I is, agree. It would, it would have been like, you know, Ricky Morton turning or <laughs> there, right. there's no, you know, they both. Did their, they both did their stuff. They both went away. They did other things, and but they're always rock and roll express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we saw yeah. we saw a heel Ricky Morton when he was Richard Morton, you know. Mm. Um, but uh, and that didn't work because I mean, come on, it's Ricky. Morton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but uh, but yeah, no, I agree. I but it was it was just a good it was a good beat where just for a second it looked like bait. Was looking at Trent Seven like, what the hell, dude? You know, yeah. like, what, what, what are you doing? Uh, it was just a good momentary beat that uh, that just added added something to that match. Yeah. It, it just everything those four guys did was absolutely perfect. And like I said, it put me on a wrestling high for this week because there was so much of it ahead. It put me in the right frame of mind. A great move to have that match to lead us into this weekend. Because you know, yeah, you know, even if there is that little bit of dissension, the way that NXT UK do the storytelling, we'll probably see them in in a vignette over the next couple of weeks, where Trent's actually showing him the video footage. Yeah, yeah, of, <laughs> yeah. Of what actually yeah. happened? So, and, that, and that's then that's the thing that we have in modern days. You know, he can just bring it up on his phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, I didn't do it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, that was a great lead-in. Um, we won't spend too much time on this before we move on. But uh, you said you did not see any of the uh, uh, the CM Punk business. Uh, CM Punk came back. Have you heard about this, Glenn? Um, yeah, well, I heard something about it. Yeah, did, uh, but you said you did not bit. see it. Is that correct? No, I've not seen it. No. Okay. No. Um... Where are you on CM Punk? I've never been a fan. Um, good luck to all those that are. They did it the right way. Um, if ever he does actually come back to getting physical with anybody, um, at least now they've done this bit and it gives him time to actually get back to to in ring shape, there, which it doesn't um, matter. Which it doesn't matter how how much training and how much anything else you do. Um, there, nothing is like actually getting in the ring and fighting somebody. Yeah. It's like me with laser tag, Glenn. I'm mentally prepared for laser tag, but uh, the next morning I'm always reminded that I'm not so physically prepared for laser tag sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, no, the, I, you know, if the punk thing, the the entrance, amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. It was a moment. Um, you, know, uh, you know, our buddy Brandon Banks was in the arena for that event and uh, happy for him, happy he got to experience that. I like CM Punk. 
you know, I'm, I'm never going to tell you he's my favorite ever, you know, but uh, uh, I like him more than I dislike him. Um, so I'm, I'm happy that he's back. Um, he did after his entrance, he did a promo in the ring and uh, that was, that was mostly okay. I took one, uh, I furrowed my brow and rolled my eyes at one little part of it, but uh, for the most part, it was good. Um, uh, and he's already made a date to get physical in the ring at the next pay-per-view. He is going to have a match and we already know who it's going to be with. Cody. No. All right. Who is it? Darby Allen. All right. Which is fine. I like Darby Allen. He's fine. You know what? You, you know, I'm a fan of Darby Allen because I actually said it on here. Yeah. But when he was doing that thing with the, with a coat with all the pins coming out of it. All oh, right, right, right. <laughs> you know, that's great because it means that you can walk around with impunity and nobody's going to be able to attack you. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. You know, but, you know we'll, we'll see. We'll see how they tell that story. I mean, you know, Punk's first in-ring match, we assume, will be at that next pay-per-view against Darby mm-hmm. Allen, but... Oh, something's, you know, he's a little bit of a snake in the grass, I think, because, you know, I, I won't tell you every word of his promo because you need to go back and hear it for yourself. You know, but he basically said at one point, you know, he's AEW because there's so many young guys, so many talented young guys that he wants to work with and that he wants to help. Mm-hmm. And Darby Allen is, is in that category. He's talented yeah. and he's young. So this is what Punk is saying. He's saying, I want to help these guys. I want to help them get along. But now you're going to beat him on the pay-per-view? Yeah. (laughs) You're not going to lose your first match. No. It's like, I don't know. You know, if if he somehow twists it around and Punk starts cutting promos like, you really thought I was going to lose to this guy? You know, he might yeah. he might be a snake in the grass heel waiting to happen, um, which I think is the correct move. But he was babyface the other night, that's for sure. What what has Darby Allen done to suddenly become the Stood granddad? Next to Sting? Yeah, exactly. Become the granddad minder of AEW. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get Sting to the, the early bird special down at the steakhouse. Yeah, the four PM yeah. dinner. Yeah. And there is CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I like Darby. He's he's talented. He's 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 uh, he's got room to grow. But uh, he's a guy that I'm high on for the future. Um, mm. uh, but and I think they would have a good match. I really do think the match would be good. But it's just you know, Punk has to win that match. Yeah. Um. Uh. So we'll see. I don't know. I just, I just in the back of my mind, Punk's being a, sta- a snake in the grass here. He's. He's leading the people along. That he's the 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 avenging hero arriving in the company, and he's gonna be the you know benevolent father figure for all of these young talents. But nah, he's gonna yeah. beat them flat. He's gonna he's he's gonna he's gonna be AEW's Mako Satsumura. There could be, could be. So, but go back and watch the watch the entrance. It's worth yeah. seeing. Go back Where and you- listen to the promo. Um, the way I you're gonna tell you the one part that I rolled my eyes at, but we'll see. go on, go on, tell me. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> he, he said, "I'm paraphrasing here, but he's yeah. he's he was knocking 
WWE for being sports entertainment. Okay, and I agree. <sighs> WWE is sports entertainment. Yeah. That, that, that's easy to wrap your head around. Yeah. But then he said AEW is pro wrestling. And I kind of no. rolled my eyes at that because AEW oh, is I, every I, bit of sports entertainment I, as WWE. AEW is WCW on acid. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's <laughs> no way. There's no way that that is proper. That's how they sold it in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And people have realized since that it's not the case. There is as much sports entertainment, there's as much gimmickry, and there's much shenanigans as there were there are is going on in WWE. Yeah. And, and we're not <laughs> we're not knocking either company. There's no. things about both companies we like, things about both companies we don't like, and that's all fair. But to to to, to insinuate that AEW is pure pro wrestling, you know, <laughs> and it's 2005 Ring of Honor. No, no, it's not. No, no, no. It's it's it, it, it's nineteen ninety eight WCW. Yeah, it's yeah. not quite. You know, it's not quite as bad as two thousand, but it's there on a par with the WWE product at the time. Yeah. So you know, we'll see. I uh, like I said, it's worth going back and watching the entrance. It's worth going back and listening to the promo. You definitely should. Um uh well, well we'll see where it goes i mean he's certainly you know to to his credit and to tony khan's credit and to all 50 of the evps credits they um did get the wrestling world talking and set the wrestling world ablaze and that's not a bad thing no right let's have a quick chat we're at one minute 20 uh, one hour 20 so let's have a quick chat about tonight and then we better watch some wrestling. Sounds good. Yeah, we talked about uh, the TakeOver show yesterday on our preview show there with AWIP. Um, I think we're both super excited about tonight. I think we that... Um, what's up? We certainly are. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, uh, we'll see. I think the O'Reilly and Cole match will be the main event. I think it is what will close the show. Um, I just hope they don't put Walter and Ilya on first because then everybody else is screwed. Yeah. Uh, I think they'll go with uh, uh, Grimes and Eli, LA, Drake Knight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Um, and then, uh, it'll be Ra- then it'll be Raquel Gonzalez again. And is then... there, there's not a bad match on paper in this no. part, is there? No. They all look good. One way, one way or another, you're going to get three hard-hitting matches back to back. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Because you got Joe and Cross, Walter and Elia, and Cole and O'Reilly. Right. Out They're going to leave one, marks five, on each other. <laughs> yeah, out of five matches. So at one point, you're going to get those three absolute murderers. Yeah. <laughs> And the thing with the thing with with Grimes and and Eli Drake, um, there's a lot of silly. There's a lot of silly in the story, but between the bells, those two guys can work their asses off. Oh yeah, they're they're gonna no, gonna be great, and it is personal as well. Yeah, gonna be great, you know. And uh, the the women's match, the, the women's match, I'm I'm looking forward to that as well because I like Dakota Kai. 
I, I like Raquel Gonzalez. I, you know, Raquel, again, somebody, you know, put a dollar on her and, and invest in her for the next five years. Um, that's going to be a good one. And, and that one's personal as well, just because yeah. of their former connection. That's it. It's her. Um, I think Raquel's going to, I think she's going to squash her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think there'll be a statement made. Hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it at all. And then, because they they seem to have dropped that um, funny Chinese woman. Yeah, yeah. Where did she go? So I'm wondering if she turns up at the end of it tonight. Yeah. Mm. Mm, so good. Good. So rise, rises from that throne and does some point in. Yeah, she kind of did it's fall a, off the map. That's interesting. Yeah. They built her up to to be in this big thing, this big sort of wrestle spooky character, mm -hmm. and then just disappeared. Yeah, with yeah, because because Zia Lee kind of disappeared after a yeah. while. Well, yeah. Zia Lee, she was she had a couple of matches without her and the the other guy. And then a few weeks ago, the other the, the guy had a match without the other two. And mm. then the, the Chinese connection has just sort of gone away. Yeah. Uh, we may I'll, see that. That's a good... I wonder uh, if that's going to come back tonight. There's going to have to be something to stretch it out because there's only five matches. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that's, that's fairly par for the course for, for TakeOver. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, the takeover they usually do pretty good at keeping it between two, two and a half hours. Yeah. You know. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, go, the Colin O'Reilly is going to have some time because you yeah, know, we, we know it's going to go to all three stipulations. Yeah, and and Walter and Ilya. That's that's got a good twenty minutes, half hour in it. That's only short yeah. if somebody is legitimately knocked out. Yes, <laughs> Which yeah, is possible. Yeah, yeah, that is true. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. So but yeah, that's uh that's tonight. We are looking forward to that. I think uh just um as the fates have allowed it to happen, we're closing this weekend of wrestling with NXT takeover, and uh as a whole, it might be the best show of the weekend. Uh, I'm glad we're 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 closing out the weekend with this one instead of summers. <laughs> and I'm seeing mixed. I know we got to get to our match, but I just got to say, I, I'm seeing mixed reviews on SummerSlam. I'm mm -hmm. seeing some people say it was an A show. Some people saying it's a D show. Um, I don't know from what I saw. And again, I only saw three matches for me. The three matches that I saw, um, the Goldberg Lashley match, not you know, is what it was, but Edge and, and Rollins was an A. Cena yeah. and Reigns was an A. Um, I, I think that this this SummerSlam is going to be uh, it's going to wind up being remembered as um, Bianca got screwed, and I think that's unfair as a whole to the show. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But anyway, that, that I was going to say what I've seen of it. I would give it a B plus, hmm. and that's that's probably an accurate it, grade. Yeah, a, a couple of A matches, a couple of C matches, and a B match in between. So yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Well, I expect tonight's show to be an A plus plus. So, uh, oh, definitely. We're, yeah, we're looking forward to that. But enough about tonight. Let's talk about now, Glenn. What do you say yes. we watch a little wrestling? Let's let's look, watch some wrestling then. Yes. Today's match, as Glenn gets it fired up on the video gimmick for us to watch together. Um, this is a match that's on YouTube and uh, chose this match, uh, the Assassins versus Wahoo McDaniel and um, Charlie Brown. But if you're watching along on YouTube, if you've clicked the link here, we see the Assassins in the ring and you might be thinking, hey, okay, that's the Assassins, but that blonde fellow there, that doesn't look like uh, Wahoo McDaniel. Uh, that didn't look like uh, Charlie Brown. Um, just hang on, people. Enjoy the ride. Here we have the Assassins. <laughs> um, this is a, a, a squash match here. The Assassins, obviously, the team going over. And I chose this a couple of weeks ago um, because we uh, lost Assassin number one. Um, Jody Hamilton uh, passed away, and uh, we were going to do this match a couple weeks ago, but then we got the Bobby Eaton news, so we called an audible and did that. Bobby Eaton, Ric Flair match a couple weeks ago, but uh, here we have the Assassins. Glenn, do you know who Assassin number two is? I don't know either of the Assassins, no. Okay, Assassin one, that's Jody Hamilton, and Assassin yeah. two, that there that's in the ring right now, that is Hercules Hernandez. Is it? Huh? Hercules Hernandez was assassin number two for not the original assassin number two. That was Tom Renesto. Um, but uh, they put a, a young raw uh, Hercules here with the veteran Jody Hamilton um, called him assassin two. And there we go. This is how Hercules really got his look at the quick tags. Mm. You know, they're just in and out. They've got their, their yeah. opponent in their corner of the ring. Um, this is a good tag team wrestling. And there he's got another tag. He didn't even get a chance to grab the tag rope. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> got the uh, baby face coming in, trying to save his partner, the baby face job guy. It was Rick McCord. And I don't remember the other guy's name. Uh, <laughs> Paul Jones there on the outside. Paul Jones, Glenn. Um, um, where, where are you on Paul Jones? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before you get there, here comes Charlie Brown. Hey, Charlie Brown. <laughs> if only we knew who he really was under that. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Brown. Of Not course. obvious at all. Yeah, no. Uh, um, oh. he, he's more obvious who he is than uh, whoever that uh, Mr. USA gimmick was in, uh, in uh, WWE. <laughs> That's right. But uh, uh, Paul Jones, uh, he and uh, Jimmy Valiant had a long-running feud, and at one point Jimmy Valiant lost a loser-leaves match. So Jimmy Valiant left, but just coincidentally, Charlie Brown showed up. Yeah, well, <laughs> there was a lot of that went on at that time. <laughs> yeah, but it was over. You could do it, especially with the baby yeah. faces, because you know, obviously, everybody knows that Jimmy Valiant under that mask. You can't help but tell with the gyrations and the beard. Um, but of course, as a baby face, the fans love it, and the heels have something to complain about. Um, it's, it, it's like nobody could tell when it who the Midnight Rider was. 
Right, exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's the same gimmick. It absolutely is, but it works. Like I yeah. said many, many years ago, when Lu- Rusev lost that match to Lashley, Rusev needed to come back as a masked guy. But here we go. And now we're getting into it. Wahoo and Charlie Brown versus the Assassins. Wahoo laying it in there to Assassin number two. The people like it. Um, mm. Glenn, where are you on Wahoo McDaniel? How much Wahoo uh, exposure do you seen, have? I've not had, a, as I said to you when you picked this match, I've not seen a lot of him. Uh, I'm look forward to seeing this. I knew he was hard hitting, as you can see. Yeah, <laughs> lots of chops and. But, uh, yeah, not not a technical wrestler. Wahoo! Mickey. No, definitely not a technical. <laughs> But a legitimate tough son of a bitch. Yeah. Got Hercules there stomping on Wahoo. Mm. Wahoo's selling here, taking the beating. All because the people want to see Charlie Brown. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Assassin is. one. What did he have there? He had something in his mask. Oh, a loaded mask. Loaded. Yeah. Something. There's skullduggery going on. That's right. He loaded his mask. He nailed Wahoo. Referee checking the mask. There's nothing there. <laughs> Again, the way these guys work, I mean, they, I you know this is obviously recorded, but, you know, they're working this match for the people sitting in the top row of the arena, and everybody can yeah. tell what's going on. You know, it's just a good, right. a good performance. Uh, Paul Jones, an underrated manager, Glenn. Yes, yeah, so I've heard. Um, he, he crops up quite a lot in lists of uh, oh, um, the more our age group of wrestling fans' favorite managers, yeah, yeah, underrated manager. Um, and, and a great wrestler in his day, too. Um, Paul Jones was a kind of like Gary Hart in the way that when they had a talent that they didn't really know what to do with, you put them with Paul Jones or you put him with Gary Hart and he'll yeah. wind up getting something out of him because uh, Gary Hart was so hated. He was able to, uh, to fade that heat to, uh, to his guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, very underrated manager. A lot of quick tags from the assassins. Good tag. They are. they are very good. And again, you're not seeing a lot of uh, technical holds here. This is a lot of no. punching and chomping and or stomping and kicking. Um, but if you're in a fight with somebody, Glenn, that's probably what you're going to do. Of course it is, especially <laughs> if you're, if, if you're, if your back's against the wall. Yeah. Where you, uh, you're fighting to get to your, your corner because you've got Charlie Brown waiting. That's right. And of course, nobody knows who he is. Of course not. He's Charlie Brown, Glenn. Oh, here we go. Wahoo's we go. busted open. Yeah, he makes the, the hot tag. The people go crazy. Charlie Brown being Charlie Brown. Um, yeah. You know why the look at him? You know, just that the way he works and moves and gyrates. I was going to I was, I, I say, you know, he, he looks, he must have trained by, been trained by the same person as Jimmy Valiant. Oh, yeah. They obviously oh. uh, trained at the, the same uh, pro wrestling schools and dojos, obviously. obviously. Yeah. 
And I see, you know, when, you know, I see, I see old Charlie Brown gyrating, you know, um, I've said before, I see a little bit, a little bit of Jimmy Valiant in Cameron Grimes. Yes. Yeah. It has descended into chaos at this point. All four men in the ring, the referee standing there with his thumb up his ass. He's got no control. He don't know what's going on here. We see Wahoo trying to get into the mask of assassin number one. Because he's got something stashed in there. That's right. He's trying to. He's digging around. He's ripping that mask off pretty good. Charlie Brown working over Hercules in the other corner. It's hard to it's hard to say how over Jimmy Valiant was. Yeah. The people love Jimmy Valiant. Jimmy Valiant, yeah. I mean, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Going after the mask again. Now, Wahoo and Charlie Brown ripping at the mask. You know, you know th- this, this is not a technical masterpiece of a match, but it's a way. <laughs> it's just an example of showing the people, um, showing, <laughs> giving the people what they want and firing people up. And, you know, obviously their business is not settled here. The assassins and Paul Jones have fled from the ring. Wahoo and Charlie Brown standing tall. Here we get a replay. Whip assassin number one into the ropes. A very slow replay. He's coming back. There we go. The chop from Wahoo, the elbow from Charlie Brown. And there we have it, everybody. A short and sweet tag match in honor of the late, great Jody Hamilton, assassin number one, um, uh, somebody who helped guide a young Hercules into the wrestling business. Um, but again, just to, just to, you know, I try to choose a match that's an example of something good or something that I like or something that I think people should see. Um, and, you know, and this one is just an example of... Um, giving the people what they want. They wanted Jimmy Valiant or excuse me, Charlie Brown to get his hands on Paul Jones and the assassins. And, uh, and, and while they, they did get their hands on the assassins, they hadn't laid his fingers yet on Paul Jones. But if you follow that story along far enough, eventually he does. And Paul Jones gets what's coming. to Having seen that now, I wish Roman had lost last night and came back on on Friday under a mask. Holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> I wonder who that could be. <laughs> Call it the Samoan Superman or something. Yeah, there you go. Oh no, no, see you got Samoa Joe, so he'd have to be he'd have to be Pensacola Joe. Yeah. He's Pensacola yeah, Joe. Pensacola yeah. Joe under a mask. Yeah. Because it'd be so obvious. Well, it'd be a story, or you know, the, the stipulation was that he and Heyman had to leave, and both he and Heyman came back in a mask. mask yeah. Heyman in a mask would just be too much comedy. I wouldn't be able to handle it. No. <laughs> with this, with that, with that body, and then you know, a, a, a tight mask squeezing his head, small. Yeah, oh my yeah. goodness. Good <laughs> shit, pal. Good shit. So anyway, there it was assassins, Wahoo McDaniel. Charlie Brown, um, again, watch some, watch some, 
watch some Jimmy Valiant and tell me if you don't see Cameron Grimes. But uh, anyway, Glenn, it'll be your choice next week. You uh, any idea where we're going yet? I don't because uh, it's it's a tough one. Is we carried we did the women last week, um, and so I'm going to this show at the weekend. I don't. It will probably be something from back in time. Reckon the old world of sport. I'll yeah, dig in the archive. yeah. You, you, I'll uh, dig in the archives and see what I could come up with. Yeah, you hadn't you hadn't something taken us more. there in a while, so that, that, that a bit sounds more, good. Yeah, something a bit more gimmicky next week. So okay, okay, that's uh, that's good. That'll be a nice um, a nice palate cleanser from this week of uh, modern wrestling. Um, I don't say modern wrestling disparagingly. Most of it has been very, very good. Um, but again, tonight I expect to be very, very excellent. Um, yes. You're going to stay up and watch the whole show tonight? I am. Um, hopefully you won't be running out and doing any laser tape. No, or anything no, tonight, I'm staying so. in this evening. No, no, I'm staying in this so evening. The we... good news is uh, this 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 takeover should not be as long as SummerSlam. No, and we'll so we'll chat in the bestie chat um, while we're watching, and we will, we will. Um, again, we we thank uh, Brent and AWI Pod for having us on yesterday. We enjoyed that very much, everybody. They are back, and they are back with a vengeance. They are putting out good stuff over there on the AWIP. So if you're not already listening and downloading to them, uh, downloading and listening to them, I should say, you need to be pay attention to them, uh, Brent, and watch his videos. Follow him on Twitter. Follow him on Instagram. Follow all that stuff at AWIPod. His videos, the stuff that he puts together and edits is um, – you know, uh, how he's not working for WWE, I don't know. No. And uh, talking of good collaborations, we've got four weeks. I know where you're going. And it has been confirmed. We are doing a piece of business DDT wrestling crossover for our 50th anniversary or our 50th show. <laughs> We're not that old. <laughs> no, yeah. Our 50th show. Yep. Both DC and Doc, when I, when we messaged them on live, have committed to being on with us. That's right. And there are witnesses. They have uh, they have publicly stated their intention to join us. They cannot back out now. DC, yep. I had no problem. I had no problem with DC. I knew he would accept. He would accept at any point, at any time, for anything mm. with us. Uh, but to get Doc Manson, that's a big get. I mean, that's yeah. that's probably higher on the list than Brock Lesnar returning to WWE. That's higher on the list than CM Punk going to AEW. Getting Doc Manson on with a piece of business podcast, that's a bigger return. That's a bigger get and, than all of those combined. And we've got a Doc Manson coming on that's actually been watching some wrestling. I know. I'm a little bit intimidated. <laughs> you know, this is not a cupcake. This is not going to be a job match. No. <laughs> no. So we, uh, we're excited about that. That's episode 50. That's coming up. This was 46. So, yeah, four, four episodes from now, we're going to get that going with the fellas from DDT um, Wrestling DDT Podcast. Looking forward to that. 
Um, Glenn, what else? Anything else we got coming up? Thinking about shout outs? Just uh, keep your eyes on uh, Instagram and YouTube because on Friday I'm hopefully be doing some live things from my hometown of London and Great Portland Street. Well, Wrestle Kingdom 4 is taking place. Wrestle Kingdom 4, I am both excited and happy for you to be able to go to that. Sorry for Che. Uh, yeah, I'm also, I uh, still, I'm still reserved the right, like I said in the bestie chat, to call you a bastard because you get to go. But uh, <laughs> I say it with love well, and respect. I'm glad you get to go. And I'm definitely looking forward to any content or com or comments or whatever you can get while you're there. Yeah. Um, believe me, now I've got a spare ticket. If I could fly you over, I would. Ah. <laughs> Are Americans allowed <laughs> to go anywhere? Or are we just uh, r- ravaged with the COVID? I don't know. Are no, we, we all quarantined within our borders? You're, I think you're fine now because you're double jabbed. Yeah, okay. Well, maybe I can get out. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, no, I wish I could. That'd be <laughs> yeah. awesome. Um, surely you can find somebody else around there. To, uh, uh, I'm sure I can find somebody within the uh, the EVE community that will take a ticket off my hands. Sure, sure. Very good. Well, yes, definitely listen to pay attention to our Instagram there, Piece of Business. Follow us on Twitter at Piece of Business. Send us an email at our uh, piece of business podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I am Jeremy at EPL and NFL. He is Glenn at GA wrestle nut. Thanks for listening. Everybody Glenn. I think all that's left is for you to say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>